0: Hello, everybody. This is, uh, Kevin at, uh, Podcast for Me. And, uh, what I mean by that is uh, it's a podcast I made for myself. So I can, uh, talk about things that I think are weird. And it's also a podcast for you as well, if you're listening to it And if you think it's weird as well. Yeah, it used to be the world was, we- uh, like ending or it's a real sad place. But nowadays it's just weird. Like, uh... For instance, I was, um, I was listening to a podcast and we were talking about this one guy or parent that wanted to, like, let his, his three-year-old wanted to be, well, I guess it was a boy that wanted to be a girl, and so they rationalized that they can give the, the kid hormone blockers and uh, to, to aid in that transition, you know, before the kid even hits uh, puberty, and that's just weird. Weird, it's strange, it's horrific, if anything. I mean, what doctor would do that? But I guess, I mean, there's a multitude of doctors out there. They're not all bad, but some are. And I mean, if not one, another is going to do it. You know, kind of like uh, that Conrad, what's his name, Conrad Murphy, the guy who uh, killed, uh, what's his name, Michael Jackson. If it, if, um, if Homeboy didn't do it, some other doctor would, I mean. He had the money and the means, but isn't that a crazy thing to to let a boy w- wants to be a girl give him medications? I, I get I get the um, letting play with dolls if he wants to play with dolls and wear a dress if he wants to wear a dress or whatever. But when you start introducing drugs to faci- facilitate a change, you know before you know the kid is of able mind and body to make that kind of decision. I mean, that's just stupid. I mean, my kid wanted to be a ninja. I'm not going to be like, hey, let's send him to Japan, train like a ninja, because I fucking think he he knows it. Or, hey, I want to be a a fucking lion, so let's send him to the pride. I mean, how stupid as a parent can you be to be like, hey, let's, let's go to an extreme for a kid. You know... I mean, I get, like, you know, helping your kid out. Like, he wants to be a football player and you want to, like, help with that. But as long as you're not, like, pushing steroids into the kid or working them all hard, you know, like, to the point of failure, uh, you shouldn't. You would think that would be common sense in this world. And what sucks is there's people, because of the Internet, they glop together. So the bad people glop together like if you had they create this echo chamber you know they uh yeah i'm right you know like you got one person who's out of their mind you know yeah my kid wants to be a girl so i'm gonna give him i'm gonna chemically neuter him yeah and then you got the internet and you have wealth of a billion people They're like yeah let's do that let's chemically neuter a kid you know and then now you have like a million people thinking the same way you know Although the internet's a good thing, it could also be a bad thing in that respect. You know, you know, itty stupid ideologies coming together to create like a conglomerate of stupidity. You know, and then it gets to a point like, what well, makes you think I'm stupid? I got a million people behind me. I'm like, that's a pretty fucking hefty number. You know, <laughs> but uh, I, I you would hope that common sense would win in the end, but it doesn't. We're, we're getting weird here. You know, uh, I um, read this article on it, it's it's called The Independent. It's on the, it's like a UK news site, you know, and it goes, I'll read the headline. You'll get the gist. 12-year-old boy who transitioned to female changes his mind, and two years later, oh golly, you don't say. So this kid got his parents to believe that... He wanted to be a girl so much that he needed the drugs to to facilitate that. So he was on hormone blockers and shit like that. And I don't blame the kid at all. I blame the parent for fucking letting that go down. I mean, why? What, were, what the fuck were you thinking? You know, your kid's twelve and he wants to, dude. Like, if if you're a human being on this earth, think back when you were twelve, and say you're thirty. I mean. You were way different from when you were 12, you know. You know, when I was 12, you know, I wanted to be a ninja, you know, <laughs> like my kid. <laughs> but, like, realistically speaking, that wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, thinking back on it, it was funny, you know. But, um, man, shit, I, I mean, to get to the point where you're taking drugs, to get to your to the level that you want to be, I mean, that's, that's crazy. You know, that's that's. You know, bring it down a notch. If you're 12 and you want to be a football player, is it okay for that kid to do steroids? No, of course not. As well as hormone blockers. Granted, they want to be the other gender. That's okay too, you know. But not give them hormone blockers. They might change their mind. Sometimes you just can't go back on some things. I mean, they say that the brain isn't fully developed until like, what, 25? I mean... Are you, It's a weird thing though You turn 18, you're willing to make adult decisions Go to war uh, Smoke cigarettes, I think I don't know, depending on what country you know. I mean, marry Have babies at 18 But, you know, I'm 36 At 18, I was an idiot You know And like, it's a cliche In a way, thinking back on it I remember being 18 thinking Man, people don't know what's up You know, they say that, you know that we were, were stupid, but they don't know what's up. And you know what? I was wrong. And that's something you don't hear often in this world. I was wrong. Practice it, become your moniker. Because there are times I am wrong. And I have to admit it. That's what makes me stronger, I think. I try to teach my kid that as well. You know, when you're wrong, admit it. That is more powerful than not. You know, but it gets to be a point in time where. Not everyone's like that. Sorry, well, you're an idiot because you admitted you're wrong. Yeah, I can't believe this, this 12-year-old kid. Regrets it. Of course you do. Alright, let's see, uh, what do we got going on in the news? Uh here, first, what is this? First woman accused, Nasir, says church can be one of the worst places to go for help. Okay, oh yeah, I did actually read this. So, um, in the news, uh, within this week, it's 2-3-2018, um, this guy, um, he molested all these, uh, girls as an Olympic, okay, so in the Olympics, you got doctors who do physicals and shit like that, and he would, like, do things to them, to these girls, you know, like, abuse them, and, um. You know, it's really fucked with their heads, as it should, you know. And uh, one girl, why well, she? I guess she was the first woman to publicly accuse this guy. Um, well, I guess she, she tried to find solace in uh, church, and uh, she found it that it, it didn't work out the way she wanted it to. It seemed like there was a lot of it's a lot of victim blaming, and you blame the victims, and you have to apologize. To the rapist. And things like that. And that is a problem with religion. Especially the older ones. Because that shit was so prevalent. Of course they would create a religion in which... Or uh, like a narrative in which you have to protect the, the, the raper. And you know... Scrutinize the victim. You know? Because that's, there was a lot of that shit. You know? You'd have the guy because it would it was very you know sexist back then you know you'd have the guy with all the knowledge supposedly and he would tell people stories and say hey look i know i know the right things i know all the good things and then on the side he'd be like look look guy you need to know more stuff you need to touch this uh this penis of mine it's like the bible you know, that shit happened a lot. I mean, like, I, I don't know why this is a thing in which people look away. And it, it just bothers me when, you know, you got people that are a hardcore Christian, things like that, and their little, little churches and such. But, I mean, the shit was the birthplace of, like, and, of course, you know, birthplace is nasty things. But, of course, you know, all power corrupts, you know. But we put these people in a position of power and back in the day. Now they're kind of losing it. But they were, I mean, they were, everyone had to go to them, everyone had to talk to them, everyone confided, all that kind of stuff. I mean, as a society, we put Christianity in a place of power, which could then be used for evil. And I mean, okay, and I'm hashing this out as I'm talking. So I mean, like, does that make really the church bad? Not really, because, but then a lot of the doctrine is like, you know, women, women, Second man, first, you know, like shit. A woman came from a guy. Guy, he fucking got a, took out his fucking rib, and bam, he got a woman. Shit like that, you know. Thinking back on the Bible, you got parts where, like, okay, Sodom and Gomorrah. Literally, if you read that, it's like the angels come and homeboys are like, get in my house quickly, and um all of a sudden these people are like, come on, fucking, give me them angels. Fucking and then the guy's like, "You could take my daughters, you could rape them, do whatever you want. We can't take these guys." And um, just there, man, he, he would give up his uh, girls for these angels. But you know, I mean, once again, that's a problem with the church. You know, you you have you have you believe in a source of power that doesn't give a fuck about you in the ways of how you feel. It doesn't. It doesn't have the same alignment that you do in life you grow up you just want to live good you know (laughs) you don't want to live badly and stuff but you know if you if you believe in a, a higher power that higher power especially christianity wants you to struggle and and through that you know you be tested and you get to join amongst you know the heavens and all that stuff you know like you know, like Job, man. You know, he fuck put through the, they put that dude through hell, and uh, in the end, he got rewarded. And I always thought that was a story. Is like that's what we want to do with people. You know, like that's what Christianity wants to do with people. It wants to hurt on people so that they still choose God over it. You know, <laughs> it's kind of an s and M S&M kind of thing. You know, like like you're in a relationship and you're gonna hurt this person, and if they still accept you, you're good. It's more Stockholm syndrome than anything, you know. You know, like if you read the book of Matthew, uh, Jesus is all like, "Hey, look, I, I came down here. I think it's the book of Matthew. I can't remember I read all these Bi- Bible chapters kind of mixed together in my head." But uh, he would he would be like, hey, "I'm gonna throw my sword down. I'm gonna divide everybody. I'm gonna divide families and everything. It's all about me, me, me." I mean, you could take take that with a grain of salt, but in reality, you know, in the end, you want to believe in Jesus, you know, and your God and everything like that. He's number one. If you, if you had a choice between your wife and your God, you got to go with God. And if you want to choose your kid like Abraham did, you, uh, well, you didn't choose his kid. You got to choose God, you know, <laughs> over – and it makes a kind of sense, though. If you're believing in a God in heaven, he's all-powerful. Why the fuck does he care if you kill a kid? Because in the end, you're you're all going back to the source, you know, God. So, like, if he dies, he's going to God. As long as he does what he's told, he's going to God, you know. So it doesn't matter what you do in his name. He could say, hey, I want you to slap your kids as much as you possible, you know, because you're going to go to heaven in the, in the end, and so forth you could do it, you know. And that's the problem with these religions, you know. You believe in a power, no, and no matter what, it tells you to do you got to do it and it makes sense because you're going to go back to that power in the end i mean um and this one show called the travelers they got this director and uh so these people go back in time and there's this grand plan you know to save the world in the future and if you have to kill somebody you got to kill somebody if you have to Um, save somebody, you have to save somebody, you know, all in the the grand plans, uh, name. And that's kind of how life is. If you're religious, you got to believe, if you believe in God, you got to do what he, what he tells you, especially in the Bible, you know, give up your family if you need to, that kind of thing, because God comes first. So bringing it back, this lady, you know, she, she seeks like solace and, in our solace and in, 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 in the church you know but the church isn't designed for that you know and if if you if you're if the church is actually helping people in that way you know hey yeah you know maybe you shouldn't forgive this guy well then that church isn't doing real good even though that's com- it's complicated because the church goes a certain way. Good or bad It's going that way And it's taking you to a place So you know You're supposed to be forgiveful for, forgive, Teach forgiveness. You know so if you fucking Get raped by this dude maliciously You're supposed to be able to forgive him Because you can't You know I mean I guess that's a thing <laughs> You have to do that And the, and the church has to teach that And is that a good thing I understand that you shouldn't have hate in your heart and that makes sense, right? But I mean forgiving somebody from doing something hellacious. who cares if you understand why the person did it? you know he was molested when he was a kid and his bane chemistry is like this and that's why he did this act. you know, but what I don't know, man how's how are we as people? supposed to just reconsolidate that or not reconsolidate that but like reconcile that you know oh well you know he did a bad thing but it's because of his brain and the way he is you're supposed to teach understanding but you know there's thoughts that we might end up there anyways I mean because I mean in the future we will figure it out that you know there is no such thing as free choice we only make choice because of uh, certain conditions and chemicals and you know, the radiation, that's why our brain works the way it does, and why we do the things that we do. We really had no choice in the end. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you do have a choice. I always tell my kid that, like, he's all like, you know, animals and people, we're all the same. We're all, I'm all, like, no, we're not. Fucking, you know, as a person, you choose not to eat. You know, an animal eats when it needs to. You know, like, look at our dog, for instance. If I put food down, that dog's gonna eat it. If I put food down, I don't automatically eat it, and I have more control over myself, you know. But even that is fleeting. You don't have control over yourself. I mean, I mean, try to try not eating sugar. That's fucking hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, speaking of sugar, I can't wait to get a soda. We got so many sodas for the Super Bowl tomorrow. Oof. That's Some deep shit, man. I, I don't think I'd go this direction with it. I really didn't have much in the tank for a podcast. Just figure would try to get two out. A week. I know I have a bare minimum one, but since I'm doing the Super Bowl tomorrow, I won't have time to make a fucking podcast. So I figured I'd get one out now. But I wanted to dig in some issues. The, 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 the true purpose of my podcast for me, for real, without jokes aside, really was to get in some issues that I thought that I wanted to chew on and get deeper in. Like I'll listen to a podcast and I thought they could have gone further, you know. And that that is the true purpose of the podcast. And here I am talking about this lady who got abused and now she's like a she's in uh, she, The only reason I brought it up is only because she fought she um she uh, found she, she hated the church. Not hated. She didn't say that. But she didn't think that the church was uh you know a good place for her, you know. Cause it makes sense, right? You're young. You get molested by a dude, and you don't want to hear the jargon. Forget forgive everyone, and you know it's all about God, you know, and God's will, and He all plans things. You know, that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow if you think about it. I mean, say for instance, God does exist in that manner, and everything that good or bad happens is through due to His will to get to to whatever point you need to get to. And I mean, I'm 36 now and if you look back if I look back on my own my past, I think, well, if that didn't happen, this wouldn't happen. You know, like um like oh, real deep. Um when I was younger, I didn't eat as much. Now I I know the value of food. Could that value have been placed upon me in another way? Maybe. But I guess that's the way it worked for me. Ugh. Just thinking about that hurts my head. I mean, literally, I got a headache just thinking about that. But, for instance, you stub your toe. That hurts. Uh, when you go to um, go put a Band-Aid over your toe because you got a cut, a rock comes down where you were just at. And if you hadn't stubbed your toe... You you would have died You know that kind of thing Something bad that leads into something good I mean like I'm I'm real like drawn I'm making it go smaller But there is a I think there's a parable about that Where I think I talked about this in an earlier podcast Where um, this guy wins a lot of money In his village And they're like oh man that's cool You won a lot of money And he goes it's good today And then uh, or something like or something like that and then the next day people robbed him because he had all that money and his wife is dead i mean now that if he hadn't won and now that and, and you know you think oh man that's terrible right and then he finds the killers of his wife and he kills them and then they they turns out that they were torturing kids all this time so you save these kids and that's a good thing but then you go to jail for killing those guys and, I, and that's a bad thing you know but those kids grow up to you know feed the hungry because they they know how it is to be bad i mean it's, it's like a rippling effect you know and if if god does exist and, and or a god you know that i mean what way to teach somebody other than the bible i mean it is kind of like that it's just a hard concept to to understand that you know sometimes bad shit happens for good shit to happen sometimes good shit happens for bad shit to happen it's a never-ending cycle but what does it matter because you're all going back to the source well i keep calling it the source because i always thought you know like there's something out there creating the stories of us you know and in the end we go back to where we came from the source Yeah, simulation theory is a thing that that I hold near and dear to my heart. I really do think that, uh, that's some crazy talk, right? (laughs) That, you know, maybe maybe we are inside some kind of a a story created by a creator who's just as fallible as us. And he's part of a story, and this is a never-ending cycle. You know, Elon Musk thinks we're in a simulation, so what the fuck? I'm just like Elon Musk, all right? So I should be rich, so pay attention to me. Anyways, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, I mean, what, what would you expect going to the church? How can the church offer you solace? There's a grand plan. You don't want to know about no grand plan after you've been molested. <laughs> you got to cope with it. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just tough, you know, when you're young. And yeah, I try to teach my kid little things like, you know, sometimes bad things lead into good things you know, baby steps, but I don't want anything bad to really happen to him, really, and I don't mind actually him falling or something like that, but I really don't want him to get hit by a car for being stupid, I don't want him to get it, get into a drug addiction, learning that, you know, you're not in control, you know, that kind of thing, I don't want him to learn those kind of life lessons in such a horrible way, you know, there's so many ways to learn a life lesson, but this world likes to push push down hard, you know. I think about that too when things happen. I'm like, this is a learning experience, you know. You've lost now, but you can move forward, you know. Like as long as you learn from it, it's not really a loss. These are things I preach to him and I feel like he is not listening, not one bit. (laughs) That's what that's what he does. Like today, I'm gonna try to teach him to play the piano. Not teach him, but like practice with them with the piano. And um, he wanted to play video games. I'm like, okay, well, if you pl- practice some piano, we'll do that. And he goes, I don't want to play piano. You just, you know, you're making this boring for me. I don't want to play piano anymore because it sucks now. And he gets all mad. After about b- breakfast, he feels a little bit better. It feels like he wants to play some piano. And before that, though, I was trying to teach him, though. I was like... You know, learning an instrument isn't just cool because you learned an instrument. That's cool unto itself, but there's also other benefits like dexterity. You know, following rhythm. You know, shaping your mind. You know, every time you learn something, makes you just that much stronger. You know, that's another thing I try to teach my son: strength is not just strength. You know, lifting things. It's your mind. I think that's more powerful. I mean, you need a body, of course but it's all one unit you know the brain and the body they're one thing you know and if you can strengthen one you'll strengthen the other and if you strengthen the other you can strengthen the other another another (laughs) yeah big advocate for taking up challenges and using your brain to the fullest Uh, that's why I take take a lot of um, brain supplements I you know, I liked uh, I liked Alpha Brain. I think that's of all the brain supplements. I think uh, for um, what was it, long term memory and cognition and just you know just being alert. I think Alpha Brain is the best, but it's expensive. So what I did was I started looking into what would be. Uh, the um, cheapest way to go about this, and so I start breaking down the components of Alpha Brains, is I figure you buy those in bulk. And, you know, somewhat that's cheaper, but each person's different. You got to figure out your what they call stack. You know, right now I'm trying a combination of uh, Lion's Mane, which is a mycelium, some kind of a mushroom, but I thought mycelium meant mushroom. I don't know. Lion's Mane. Um, I take uh, Alpha GPC. I think it's called. And that has um, chloride or I don't know. And then uh, uh, what else am I say? I always take 5-HTP. You know, it's a precursor to serotonin. You take those on an empty stomach too, which is weird because to really maximize that B that 5-HTP, you're supposed to take, you know, B6 or B12 or whatever, and you can't take that on an empty stomach. So I usually take my uh, supplements first And then I'll eat some food Like hours later And then I'll take a B12 Or something like that You know I try to take these things On an empty stomach Let's see if there's any comments About this Let's see what people say About this religion things. People are always Either Like one way or another Evangelists Care about rape victims Please Look at how the support Trump and Roy Moore and vilify the women that talks about what happened to them. Like, I thought Trump, he was talking shit. He didn't actually do what he said. He probably does mess with women. Who knows? Let me see who Roy Moore is. Did I get this guy? Roy Moore once accusers lawsuit moved to a new venue. Uh, I don't care. Let's stop caring. Supreme Court justice, huh? I agree with her, as you can see from the denials of the Catholic Church. Churches are more interested in defending the interests of the church than helping victims. And I, you know, I agree with that, though. I mean, fucking. The only way some pe- people are going to be down for the cause is if the actual cause destroys the bad elements of itself. If it, if anything, I mean, I mean, church can't be bad. I mean, it's it's okay. It's a community. You know, a bunch of people getting together from a common cause. You know, they're all talking about stories, and which will, you know, hopefully make you a better person. And then, um, and trying to do more for others th- than yourself. And the, I mean, that's what it's really trying. That's the ideal behind it. But I don't know if people are actually practicing that when they go to church. It feels like they just go to church because they have to, and you know, their community is somewhat okay. I mean, they're not really connected, I don't think. And yeah, I mean, if someone's molesting somebody, you should hardcore go against that guy. But like, hey, we are not about this fucking guy. We'll fucking kill him ourselves or some shit. I don't know. It's just they they should have a diff- They should really go after them themselves. Let's see here. Science: Egypt says 4,400-year-old tomb discovered outside Cairo. Eh, Whatever. I don't care. Alright, let's go to... What's this? California prosecutors dropping... Reducing pot convictions. So, okay. Um, So, as as you well know, California in this day and age has legalized marijuana, meaning it's recreational. Still only recreational for... The state, but not federally. So you could still go to jail federally. Like if an FBI agent wanted to make a bust, he can get you. You know, yeah, that's that sucks, man. <laughs> but like these people, they're now making it so like uh, people who are thrown in jail for like weed can get out, and that's cool. That's that's a pretty cool thing. I mean, that's like going to jail for drinking alcohol. How is it that? I can guarantee you this man If I smoked a shit ton of pot I'm not going anywhere But if I did a whole mess of booze I, I could still pr- pretty much get out You know You know, I don't, you don't hear much about marijuana people Fucking crashing their cars and shit The only way they do that Is if they were drinking as well You know that's what, that's what gave them the balls to do it Or or ovaries However you want to do it And then um You know, I mean, and then we just, we had legalized alcohol back in the day because I guess there was a, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I really don't want to look into it, but we legalized alcohol and that's more dangerous than weed. I mean, I I don't know how weed's dangerous at all. There is no danger. No one can die from it. You can smoke that shit all day every day. You will not die. You will not get diabetes. You won't. You won't get fatter. I mean, you can get fatter if you start eating food. Now that's not. That's just a side effect. You know, you you don't have to give in to that. You don't have to eat. I drink. I eat when I drink. You know. But yeah, it's it's good that they're getting those guys out of prison. I mean, you shouldn't go to jail for fucking smoking pot. Period. Why, why do I say that? Because really, what what's, what harm were they doing? You know, alcohol I could see people going to jail for that Like if they were drinking and driving and shit like that I get you on that But It's the same thing though It's almost the same thing, alcohol and weed You shouldn't throw people in jail for that shit You know Like what the fuck, a guy enjoying movie You know, he's watching Doctor Strange and High as fuck, holy shit You know, eating fucking Oreos And ice cream or whatever the fuck How's that bad for him You know, yet I could go skydiving (laughs) Yeah, well, okay, here, what's this? Now this shit pisses me off, this right here Um, Please ramp up personnel for expected protests at Chicano Park So, I live in San Diego And there's this, like, little area that I grew up nearby And it's called Chicano Park It's like a highway There's a park underneath the highway It's very ghetto It's by Barrio Logan which is ghetto onto itself. And they've they put these murals up. They painted these murals, you know, like you know, Aztec words and shit like that. Very Mexican y. You know, and that's pretty cool. It's been like that for years, as far as I know. As long as I've ever been there, and probably longer. And um for no reason at all, a bunch of like Americans, I guess, want to get together. You know, they're white, of course. And uh, they got their American flag. They're going to do what they call is a Patriot Party. Patriot. 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 (laughs) Patriot picnic. And they're going to wave the American flag and things like that. And they don't think that um, the Mexicans should have their flag and everything up there. And I mean... They're only doing that to start some shit. I mean, there's only that fucking area is hardcore Mexican. y you know, it's ghetto. There's only ghetto Mexicans there and things like that. You know what? I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't want to disrespect. I've, it was because I holded an affinity for it because I grew up there, and it was ghetto as fuck. You know, so when I say ghetto Mexicans, I'm not trying to be derogatory, but I was ghetto there too. So I'm not Mexican, but man, it was fucking ghetto as fuck. If you're about that life, you know what's up. But whatever, man. They fucking... They're just doing that just to start some shit. And that's fucked up because there's no purpose to it other than to start some shit. Like, what harm were they doing with their little Mexican flags, murals, and shit up there? They weren't doing anything. No harm at all. They were, like, trying to say, hey, we have culture. You know, San Diego. Go f- go figure. San Diego's a area where there's lots of Mexicans, you know? I mean, yeah, that's like having... Like going to like I guess, uh, Charlotte, one of them southern states, and having Mexican parties where there's a hardcore American faction. You know, I mean, America is about all sorts of races and nationalities. And Mexicans have carved themselves a a little piece of land there in the the sense of, you know, hey, never forget, you know, Mexicans, we're here, you know, Mexican-Americans, you know. In fact, we bought this area from the Mexicans, I think, back in the day, you know. It was run by Mexicans. It's just fucked up. So they're just doing this shit just to fight, to, to incite rage lot of fucking gangsters there too. I mean, good luck, white people. Oh, hopefully you don't get beat up or anything. They go, well, they we got the cops there. Yeah, something's about to happen though. There's a lot of essays there. When I was growing up. Yeah. So I figured I'd do uh, another one of these top ten lists. So I went out So IMDb is my my thing, man. They got all sorts of lists for me. And so they got the top twenty five time travel movies but i'm gonna consolidate it to top 10 honorable mention though it was doctor Sh- this is this is time travel right best time travel films top 50 so i'm looking at it and uh, it's cool in lieu of doctor was it doctor uh, groundhog day you know that's a time travel movie, right so like um honorable mention 11 number 11 doctor strange why? Would, that is not a time travel movie. As I define a time travel movie, I'm thinking, like, movie where the plot device is time travel or, you know, or maybe in the background. I don't know. Doctor Strange does have top uh, time travel, though, in the sense that he gets the time jam and he's able to reverse time. and But that wasn't the main part of the story, you know. That just so happens. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong on this. That movie's more about him doing magic and shit. It just so happens time travel's in there as well. You know? And he defeats the last bad guy. <laughs> Whoever put that, I want to debate them. Because I don't know. I have to debate somebody on this. Because I don't know if I'm right. Because, like, shit, it it shouldn't be a time travel movie. Because Doctor Strange isn't a time travel movie. But, fuck, they do use time travel. And, in fact, they beat the last guy with time travel, in a way. You know, because they repeat time. But that's not time travel. Okay. Okay, so at number 10 we have safety, not guaranteed. Uh Uh-huh. Three magazine employees head out. Uh, on an assignment to interview a guy who placed a classified advertisement seeking a companion for time travel. Wait a minute. I remember this. This isn't a movie. This is a documentary, right? No? I guess it's a movie. Well, what the fuck? I remember there was a guy. he He was trying to get someone to time travel with them a while back. Well, I don't remember this movie at all. Oh, my, I'm going to have to look that up, dude. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that might be the next thing. All right, number at number nine, we got Run, Lola, Run. After a botched money delivery, Lola has 20 minutes to come up with 20 hundred thousand douche marks. How is that time travel? I've never seen this movie, by the way. How is this time travel? How, how are you time travel? Lola receives a phone call from her boyfriend, or Manny. He lost whatever in a subway train. Belongs to the Guy. Lola has women's arrangement. Otherwise, he will rob the money. Three different alternate things may happen depending on some minor event along Lola's run. Huh? How is that? How is this time travel? Fuck, I don't know. That's a time travel movie? Let me look at the top of my list here. I don't. I'm not understanding here. I thought time travel meant time travel. The all-time best time travel films. Fuck, I didn't know that was a time travel movie. Honestly. Run low, low, run. I'm not the... How is Primer not number one? Primer's 13? Okay, guys. There is a little movie called Primer, and if it's on Netflix, watch it. It has the best... The I'll fight anyone on this. I'll argue anybody. The best time travel movie ever because it's about these two scientists or not they're not scientists they're actually engineers or something like that. They work for some corporation or whatever and the molten, so they get together two of them they get together with two other people and every week or something they, they work on a project uh, and to, to make a lot of money that's their goal is to make a lot of money And there's a couple of arguments going back and forth between them that's not a big deal. Well one guy gets one of his other friend and he thinks, hey look, I, I think I have a way to do what we're trying to do, but for cheaper. So what they were trying to do is create something that makes uh, an object lighter. That's what they were going for, and they were going to use it. They, they're just trying to make money. Really, that's all they are. They're just a bunch of engineers trying to make money. And so they, they're like, we can make this thing work. So they, they took a cheap way of making something. So inadvertently, while making this, they figure out a way to time travel. Because whatever they did, uh, like there's a part of whatever device that's not even part of what they're doing, is is cycling back and forth six hours or some shit like that. And he goes, "If we made a bigger version of this, we'd be able to go back six hours or something like that." And so the movie becomes a thing in which they're tr- they're um. They're going back six hours. They'll play the stocks and things like that. But then it gets more intense where, like, they're going back in time to to make an event better. You know, like as in there was a party and some shit went down where a guy had a gun. And so this guy kept going back back six hours to try to make it look like uh, he was a badass. So he had all the conversations recorded and he was – you kept listening over and over the conversation. It, you know what? I'm not selling this movie. It's pretty good because it is a movie about one thing that ends up being about time travel. It, it's, it's a really good movie. I don't know why that's not number one. Somehow Doctor Strange beat it. A bunch of other movies I never heard of. Number eight, Groundhog Day. That's a time travel movie. You know, that's a good movie. I like it a lot. It's a uh, you know uh, one man who's a dick goes back. At, and relives the same day over and over and over, you know. And at first he hates it, but then he figures out, this is pretty tight. I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> no consequences. Uh, number seven, Planet of the Apes. Now, they put the original Planet of the Apes. And that's a pretty good movie for its time. And we, I me and my wife tried to watch it again. But it turns out movies in the 60s have the worst pacing. In fact, I think westerns are like that too. Like when you watch westerns, the pacing in those movies are long. They'll like look at each other for like a minute, you know, and nothing happens. And Planet of the Apes is such a movie. It's like they do that. They, uh, they but it, the concepts are there though. You really got it going on. I I'm looking forward to when they remake that this particular movie because it's like an astronaut crew. Uh, Some accident happens, and they they crash into a planet, and they're like, what the fuck? And um, monkeys are in charge. Shit goes down. In the end, it turns out the very planet that they're on is Earth. Big plot twist. Spoiler alert. After the fact. But um, back then, that was crazy. No No one saw that coming. That fucking movie spawned four other movies, sequels and a TV show, which, by the way, I've seen them all. There you go. Thank, thank you, Sci-Fi Channel. Thank you. All right. At number six, you got Donnie Darko. Uh, that's a pretty good movie that you watch once, and the only way this movie works is you have to read the compendium, or the there's like an extra piece of literature that goes with this movie. Other than that, it has no under. doesn't make any sense at all. So this uh, this kid knows a way. To manipulate time, you know what though? Like, I'll take it even further. He doesn't manipulate time; he manipulates an outcome. Okay, so maybe he does in a way. So, in the movie, there's a. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in on some shit because it took me a while to understand this movie. The first run of watching this movie, uh, there's this um, kid, right? I guess he's crazy a little. And he's played by Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a cool actor. I like him. And um, he is—he's crazy. And there's this giant rabbit, you know, leading him. Only he could see the rabbit, I guess. And the rabbit's like, "Come on, follow me," you know, kind of like a Alice in Wonderland kind of thing. And when he leaves, a big giant jet or uh, a piece of a jet crashes into his bed. And then um, you're like, "What the fuck?" And that's crazy, you know. And then this rabbit keeps like showing up to him and um donnie or whatever does these things like these pranks you know and like he reveals like this one guy's a child molester or something like that child pornography or something like that and he and he somehow gets into a stash i don't know how that's not really a big part of the movie um but uh in the movie throughout the time he's doing all these little pranks and stuff and it's because this rabbit keeps telling him to do shit he meets up with this one girl, falls in love. I think he even gets it on with her. And um, she dies. And he loved her a lot. And she dies, right? So, um, as it turns out, like, in the, well, yeah, in the beginning, the rabbit says, the world's going to end in such amount of time, you know. And at the end, um, when, his, when his friend dies, or, that, or his lover dies, he... He figures a way of seeing events before they happen, so, and like something about time travel. He shoots th- this guy in a rabbit suit because this guy in the rabbit suit is the one who killed his girlfriend, and I don't know. The world's about to end, and at that point, he's able to, I guess, send this um, airplane um, jet thing, like like one of the parts of the thing. He sends it back in time and um at that point as he wakes up he wakes up at the beginning of the movie and he stays there and then the jet thing kills him thereby letting his girlfriend live in the end because if he which (sighs) i get it i get that i get that you know he knows the future and uh, he kills himself to save his girlfriend. I get that, whatever. But why not not just go to the um, not go to the party or end up where you were at where she got killed, whatever. And I had to read the compendium to the piece or something. there's a compilation piece to it. and it turns out like he was able to create and when the foreign object from the future came back in the past, he then was caught up in a alternate, world like a bubble world where at the end it can only last so long and then everyone in the world's going to die i guess you know what fuck i don't understand the movie at all just thinking back on it i thought i did i think you know as i'm thinking back on it, i think it's stupid they just reached out it was kind of like the lost it's like lost the show compiled into a movie because there's more questions than answers man I'm gonna look into this. I'm gonna look at. Uh, to be continued. I'm gonna go back to Donnie Darko one day, and I'll be like, you know what? Let I me. Mean, I can figure this shit out. I'm smart. Uh, time after time, I should have seen this movie. Uh, I didn't think this would be a big deal. H. G. Wells pursues Jack the Ripper to the 20th century, when the serial murderer uses a future writer's time machine to escape his time period. So, like, this guy creates a time machine, goes back in time, meets Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper gets the time machine, and it's a thing in which he has to chase him. That's a pretty good movie. I I don't know about number five, though. (laughs) Number four, Terminator 2. Yeah, that's a time travel movie. Robot goes back in time to save the savior of humanity. Uh, Terminator beats Terminator 2. I guess because of the plot twist at the very end. So number three is The Terminator. And I, I would... I would I wonder... They should have gave a reason. Is it just because of the meta score? Why? I wonder why. Is it the rating? What makes it... Yeah, I guess Groundhog Day has a higher score. You know what? I don't know. There is a big plot twist. It turns out that the the very robot sent to kill... The lady ends up dying, and then they, through that robot, discover how to make the very AI that kills all humanity. You know? Also includes Back to the Future. That's number two. Yeah, I guess that's a good time travel movie. And then number one is The Time Machine in the 1960s. Ugh. You know what? Fuck your list, IMDb. (laughs) <laughs> twelve monkeys? Let me let me look past this. There, the Rival was number twelve. I like that movie. That's a good number twelve. Primer should have been number one. Interstellar was a good time travel movie. Um, that should have been. Yeah, it's okay. I'm good with Twelve Monkeys was a good time travel movie. It was weird though. I like the show more. Oh, what's this anime made made it. The girl who leapt through time. A high school girl named Makato acquires the power to travel back in time and decides to use it for her own personal benefits. Little does she know that she is affecting the lives of others just as much as she is. Oh, that's a pretty cool idea. Hmm, wonder if that's a good movie. Frequency? That was a pretty cool movie. I don't even think that should be in the top 20. That was uh, this one guy who I like. I think a uh, Jim Cabazel. He's Jesus in The Passion of Christ. Uh, he he's fixing a radio, and somehow this radio connects him to his dad in the past, and and his dad is dead and everything. And somehow by talking to his dad in the past, he fix it fixes life up pretty good. Dad is quite a good actor. Yeah, it's been Passion of Christ. They're making Passion of Christ two, and I'm like, what the fuck is this movie to be about? It's like the revenge of Jesus, because you know when Jesus dies in Passion of Christ. I mean, he. I guess he like, like disappears, uh, and then, you know, in the Bible, he just comes back on the third day and says some shit. Hey, man, I'm back. Look, guys. But I guess in the in the sequel to the Passion of Christ, it's gonna be the three days leading to him uh, coming back, which is weird because he's not in the movie for for those three days, and that's your whole movie. And that's, I mean, I guess you can, you'd have to create another character who's the main guy, the focal point, like, like what's going on? Because, but then again, you're watching this movie for Jesus, and he's the main character? I don't know. They would have to, to make that work, they would have to create a character, and then that would be the character that you're seeing the story through, and all this shit's going down, and then Jesus comes at the very end. And that'd be, like, your ending. It sounds boring, as I'm talking about it. Time Crimes. Nacho Vigalondo, Man, that guy's name is Nacho. Deja Vu is at number 20. That's a pretty good time travel movie. uh, This one detective guy um, gets recruited to find this one bomb. And they're looking at time. They're looking back in time to the events before the bomb blows up to prevent it. I don't know. Or maybe the next mom. I don't know. I think it's stupid. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. I guess that's a good time travel movie. I don't know if it should be in top 20 at all. Pleasantville. That's not a time travel movie. Two 1990s teenage siblings find themselves in 1952. Oh, yeah. That is a time. I guess it's time. It's not time travel, though. Edge of Tomorrow. That's like Groundhog Day with action. That should be higher on the list. The Philadelphia Experiment. I remember watching that when I was a kid. It's pretty good, and that you know what—that's a good, cool time travel movie. They're trying to figure out invisibility, and they go back in time. Hmm, kind of like Primer. Uh, about time. I've been watching this, but it seems like Rachel McAdams is always in movies with like time travelers and getting it on with them. Because she's in Doctor Strange. That's funny. She's in Doctor Strange, which is considered a time travel movie. She's in The Time Traveler's Wife, which is... A time Traveler's Wife? Is that his name? I, and then now she's in About Time, and that's this guy goes back in time, randomly. <laughs> that's funny. It's funny that she's in that many movies. What's with her in time travel? Happy accidents. Ruby... Eve has a mantra. She tries to fix him, them, so she stuck herself. She can lose her. I don't know what that is. Time bandits. I should have been higher on the list. No, it made no sense. They should remake Time Bandits. Time Bandits is about a bunch of people who they're the, they like the, 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 these little midgets, and what they they're like the God's workers, and they took God's um, map of time and uh they find this boy and i don't know why but they, they want to steal stuff so they're trying to find treasures to steal and this little boy gets caught up in it and in that time they are like going to certain portals so the map has like where time portals are at and they're going through time you know and in the end they fight uh the devil and um they they fight him with all sorts of uh Things, you know, past, present, future, you know, and I guess they end up beating him. It turns out it was God's plan all along, you know, to <laughs> to let them steal the map and all that shit. He goes, it was an experiment in evil, you know, and he goes, it didn't work out too well. Evil sucks. <laughs> How's Lucy a time travel movie? Because she only goes back in time that one point. Mm, I don't know. Looper. Hot tub time machine, thirteen going on thirty. That's a weird movie. You ever seen thirteen going on thirty? That movie's about this one girl who's thirteen who wishes she was thirty. So she wakes up thirty year like a thirty year old woman, like thirty years later too. And um but she's still thirteen in her mind. But she's thirty. And then she gets with this one guy, and uh, she's thirteen. Just saying. It's weird. And he's circus, isn't it. He? The remake of Time Machine. That, that's not fair. You can't put the remake of Time Machine and Time Machine in the same fucking top 25. Uh, Peggy Sue Got Married is a time travel movie. Peggy Sue faints at high school. When she wakes up, she finds herself in her own past. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, next, he can see in the future, I guess. Predestination. The Lake House. I thought The Lake House was a stupid movie. I mean, it was cool at first, but some of it was stupid. So in the lake house, you got... That's the weirdest looking mailman. He's not wearing mailman clothes. He's just wearing normal clothes. Sorry, guys. Things catch my eye. I'm seeing a normal guy in a, in a mail car. He's not wearing his mail clothes. Weird. You can get shot, man. He's probably getting talked to right now. It's weird. You're live. This guy gets shot. I've seen it. <laughs> okay, so you got the lake house. Um, I guess this lady buys a house that belonged to some dude two years ago. And they talk to each other through letters. And there's one part where they're reading a string of letters in their own voices. And it was like, there was one part I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck just happened? Where she goes, stop. You shouldn't say that. But there, it's the letter. It's a letter. You know, like... It's not text, it's a letter. So she mails the letter out, he gets it, and he mails a letter out, and she gets it. So she literally tells him to stop while they're having a conversation. And how the fuck are they having a conversation, you know? It, it should be one-sided one way or another. This is weird. But she tells him to stop as they're talking, like interrupts him. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That should have been higher on the list. Two idiots get a time travel device. Turns out, they make life-saving rock and roll. World-changing rock and roll. Source Code, I guess that's a time travel thing. Yeah, he's in another time travel movie. The Jacket, terrible movie. The Final Countdown. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Going back in time. Uh Carrier goes back in time where Pearl Harbor went down. And I think they kill everybody. Roger Corman's Frankenstein, Alan Bound. How's that time travel, Free Jack? Oh shit! Top fifty, Free Jack, 1990s. Oh, I'm having flashbacks. It was weird. I guess um in in the year 2009. <laughs> that's because that's the future. They take this dude from the year 1992, and what happens is, he's a race car driver, and his car was about to hit some kind of a thing. And they take that guy's body from the past to the future so that this billionaire could put his brain into them. And it's like uh, um, if if that guy runs away, he's considered a free jack, which is stupid as fuck. The year 2009. Really, 20 years later. Yeah, That's a good movie. Butterfly Effect. Look at that. Number forty seven. Butterfly effect. That's a pretty cool movie. The guy he looks at a picture, he can go back in time at that time. And every time he changes his past, it fucks his future up. It, it helps him out a little, but it fucks it up even more. Yeah. Edurocracy? That's not a time travel movie. That's that's that movie Ring. hey, everybody in the world know this. That idiocracy is a foretelling of our future, because the future is now. And I like Terry Crews as the President of the United States. Juan Sanchez, Mountain Dew, something or other. Let me see if I can find his name. He's got a hardcore Mexican-y, Mountain dew name. Oh, should I? Shouldn't have done that. Should have just hit... Ah, ca- oh, you motherfucker. Where's Cass, 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 Cass. Army of Darkness is not a time travel movie. It goes to another dimension. President Camacho, I wish they would like say the full name, because it's not just Camacho. (laughs) Famous things that President Camacho says, shit, I know shit's bad right now, with all the starving bullshit and the dust storms, and we're running out of french fries and burrito coverings, but I got a solution. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. What else we got going? Army of Darkness, Time Comp. All right, that's it. All right, everybody. I went through the top 25, kind of top 10, if anything. And uh, that's it for a uh, podcast for me. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl tomorrow. Hopefully, everything works out. Got to get pizza. Got to get wings. Got to get nacho cheese because I'm going to dip the chicken wings into the nacho cheese because that is how it's done, everybody. That is how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, you know what? Let me talk about some uh, game. Of, I've been playing a uh, Dragon Ball, so Dragon Ball Fighter Z, badass game. Really hard to do one simple move. I can't do down triangle to tr- standing triangle, then jumping up, pressing triangle, down circle, then circle, and then linking it into a super. That's very hard for me. My friend Adrian do- could do it real well, but I'm I'm, I'm realizing. I just don't have the dexterity to do it. And I got to do a bunch of cleaning. Shit, I just thought about that. Fuck, I can get to work. Anyways, as always, I'm your host, Kevin. A podcast for me. Um, you can reach me on the podcast for me, uh, Facebook and Twitter. and what is that? I'm on SoundCloud, iTunes, all that nonsense. And always, 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 be the better person than you were yesterday. And if you just keep doing it, you'd be the perfect person? I don't know. You could always improve. So as always, stay frosty, everyone. It's the devil and the devil is.